Time is running out for the planet Earth. It's impervious to all voices. There's an intriguing sensation. It's a nuclear device. Fun, fun, fun! Yes, that's nice. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. It belongs to a creature from outer space. It's a bird! It's a plane! It's very important. It does not confuse. Hi, everyone, and welcome to an all-new Geek Shell Inherit podcast. I'm Daniel Pickett. I'm Jason Lindsay. And, uh, hey, it's another week. It's another week. We're back together. We're here doing it. Sitting across from Making each other. Making it happen. See your bright, smiling face. Aw, same here. From you. <laughs> I don't feel like that was sincere. <laughs> no, it is. I just really? Didn't, I didn't know how to pick that up. Oh, I see. With that, I was going to do a little pickup on the comment, but I didn't do it very well. That's all right. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. People are digging what we're doing. Yes. The 12 people that are listening. There's more than that. We've been getting more and more people writing into us that I've never heard of before. That's right. Oh, and um, yeah, we got a couple of... Didn't we get uh, an email about Into Darkness? Didn't somebody write us about... Oh, there was something... It was a comment that you had made about the British thing and the... The oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they we got an email about that, that. Yeah, 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 saying, well, it could have been this, and right. you know, it was that project was in London. Yeah, so getting lots of comments on the web, on the pages themselves, on the Facebook page. Yes, uh, about the show. As always. no one posts on the message board, though. Oh, I don't think we've got a post on there. No. It's all emailing us or facebooking us, Facebook. which is absolutely fine. Facebook's the we future. We will respond just the same. Yes, we will. Um, so yeah, so but we love that. We love the discussion. We love it being a dialogue. Yeah, you know, with with everyone. So please keep those comments coming. We There's love, some passionate folks out there. We love chatting about this sort of thing, not just with each other, but with everyone. Right, and we're not always going to agree on everything. Daniel and I aren't always going to agree, and we're certainly not always going to agree with everybody out there on right. stuff. But I think that's what <clears throat> makes it hopefully interesting that we don't just love everything that's out there just because we're geeks and you know. Unless it's a topic like cookies are delicious. Right. That's I think a pretty, we, we all agree on that. If you can disagree on that, then you're just evil. I would rather you not listen to the show. I'd rather you not be here. <laughs> what? Um, that took it a step further. That's right. <laughs> that's how I, strongly I feel about cookies. All right. Um, um, yeah, we also got... We, the, the, we, the one time we sort of veered into anything remotely political. Yes. And I wouldn't even say political, just like sort of uh, opinion on uh, Orson Scott Card and that whole thing. Right. You got an email from someone saying, uh, interesting conversation... Here's a here's an essay from from someone uh, who is a, a woman a, a lesbian yes. that uh, is a friend of Orson Scott Card. Right, another writer. That another is writer. Friend, yeah. Here's her perspective on why he's such a great guy and such a such a nice fellow. Yes. So we appreciate that as well. Nothing is going to change my mind on this particular topic. And yeah. it was a, it was a nice essay, and the person you know had wonderful things to say about Orson Scott Card. Wikipedia. Is a wonderful tool. It's not always accurate. It's not always 100% by any means. But right. if if you're curious about anything, obviously people these days go to Wikipedia and you know find a little tidbit and go, oh, I'd like to explore that further, and I'll look at it over here, and then I'll find something over here. If you just go to the Wikipedia page about Orson Scott Card, we didn't even get to the tip of the iceberg <laughs> politically on where this man stands on things. Right. Um, you know, threatening to overtake the government. Uh, linking homosexuality to pedophilia, saying that there's something wrong with uh, homosexuals, that basically that they got shortchanged a gene, kind of, like there's some genetic, horrible genetic mix-up. Um, there are very, very uh, nasty things that this man has said about uh, homosexuality that I simply cannot stand with. And um, so it's, it's much more than, I'm glad he's got a friend who's a lesbian and they hang out <laughs> and have dinners and stuff, but there's much, much more that this man has said that... Um, is kind of, kind of frightening to me. Right. Uh, that's hard to, hard to get behind. Okay. If you forgive the metaphor. <laughs> Whoa. So um, I urge anyone if they're curious to you know, see what this what he said. It's all out there. The he's, more you know. The more you know, and he's not he's not shy about it. He no, he's not. He doesn't really backpedal. So right. you have to admire the conviction in a way, to know you don't have a popular opinion necessarily, but put it out there. Yes. Um, but uh, there's a lot more that um, that he said that, <laughs> that, that we, we never even yes. got to. Yes. Um, 
So uh, let's get to right what we're excited about, and then I think we're going to have to get right into Arrested Development because okay. I'm sure we both watched the whole yes. kit and caboodle. I know I did. So what are you what are you excited about? Uh, yeah, I'm, it's we've we've been talking about it a lot. It feels like every time there's some big tentpole thing like this that we get behind, we do talk about it a lot. But Man of Steel, I just I can't wait for that. I would be in line right now if I could be. I know. I'm gonna. I think I may buy tickets tonight for a midnight showing. Really? Yeah. Now, do you normally not go to the midnight show? No. Yeah. Just because you know it's Thursday and I got to get up and work the next right. day, and you know it's 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 tough on me. Right. These days. As yeah. A much no. younger man, I'd watch it back to back. I'd watch two shows. Sure. But um, uh, I want to I want to get in. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get into a press screening still, but mm. I don't know if that's going to happen yet. But wow. You know, we're up to I think ten TV spots now. Okay. And three trailers. So yeah. I, I actually I haven't watched it yet, but I saw someone put a link up where someone has put together all the footage. From all the trailers and Ooh. all the TV spots now, so it's I think we've got a little over like twelve minutes of footage from this, you know, cool two-hour film. So, and I've done I've I've been really careful not to read too much about the story. Uh, me too. Like what this thing is. So when yes. I'm seeing things in trailers, I'm going, "What the hell is that? Why are there skulls there? And what's that thing? You know?" Yeah. And I've I've been avoiding it com- completely. Um, so hopefully, we're getting little spoilers here and there that we can sort of piece things together. But right. hopefully, we'll go in. Not knowing too much. Yeah, and I guess uh, there were confirmations this morning that series two of the movie masters are starting to hit now. Oh, okay. A buddy of mine found them. So, and it's like Superman in cuffs or something, and and uh, it's Feora and Zod, Zod in his armor. In his armor, Feora yeah. and armor. There's another Supes though, right? Another I Superman. I think so. I think there's like. Three I only or saw four. the Zod and the Feora from this okay. morning. So okay. Uh, I'll be looking for those. But Zod's um, got his goatee in this one. He doesn't have it in his. Skin suit. Clearly, he don't know why he, you know, either shaves or they make a clone of him without the goatee or something. Have you something. seen the big Gillette campaign that's no. going on right now? How does Superman shave? Uh-uh. So there is a, a you can go to the Gillette site, and I'm sure it's linked on the Man of Steel site too. But it's a series of videos that mm-hmm. they're asking. Uh, who are they asking? It's like uh, uh, Bill Nye, the Science Guy, does mm-hmm. one. Kevin Smith does one. Uh, there was a. Female too. I can't remember who that was, but there's there's like ten people that mm-hmm. have recorded videos saying this is my theory on how Superman shaves. Oh, okay. and I guess you get to vote on your favorite. Okay, uh, because you know we see in the trailer at some point he looks like you know the, the Gordon's fisherman. He's got a beard. He's got a big beard. Yeah, but then seconds later he's in the costume, smooth as a baby's yeah, body. Yeah, that's true. So how does he shave? My Jill guess would my guess would be the heat vision. Right. Into a mirror, bounces back, does a nice clean shave. That that's the the Silver Age version. They they have shown that oh. old Silver Age comics. There you go. Yeah. See, I could have written that stuff. Yeah. I think he you know, he has the full beard and he just flies into the atmosphere, spins the earth backwards, mm. the beard retracts into his face sure. with time. Could do that. And you know, that's fine. And then he just goes forward after that. That takes a long time, though, doesn't it's it? It's a little bit of time, it takes but, a few minutes. but it is a it is a close shave. It get, really is. Well, I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah. I mean, getting your getting your hair to retract into your face. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't have much to be excited about this week, but I did find something. Okay. I don't find much these days, toy wise, but I did find something that I had no idea was even coming out, and I got very excited about it. Hot Wheels, you know, for I think it's Hot Wheels is mainly. Uh, been doing these or like Johnny Lightnings too these great things the past 10 years or so where like all of a sudden there's a whole wave of cars that are out from like the Blues Brothers and Animal House and if if there was a way to you know if there was a car in one scene in whatever movie they'll they'll make the thing yeah Um, I was at a toy shop and the first thing I saw on the rack was Beverly Hills Cop (laughs) and it was the blue Chevy Nova okay and you're just like wow when would you ever think you'd get the car from Beverly Hills Cop? It's right. so odd. Is there a second car that's a police car with the banana and the tailpipe? Well, they don't they don't show anything on the back. Okay. So you don't know how many other licenses are out there. Yeah. So there was that one, there was a Ferris Bueller one. Right, the car they stole in Ferris Not Bueller. Not the car they stole. Really? This white there was like a it was like a white um Camaro kind of not Camaro, um like a like a like a Almost like a Ferrari, but not a Ferrari, but it was a right. white car. Okay. So I don't know what the hell that was. Huh. And then I the saw something. Float? I almost fell over. Rockford's car from the Rockford Files. Jim Rockford's car. Finally, somebody 
is doing something for the Rockford Files. I mean, he didn't even get a model kit right. in the 70s. Yeah, you would yeah. think that's the kind of thing that, I mean, T.J. Hooker got a cop car model kit. Hey, Hooker's kit. a good cop. I know, but he got a model kit as well. And not even Rockford. So finally, after all these years, someone's doing something. So Hot Wheels put out a Rockford Files car, which I think I think it was a Camaro. Okay. I thought it was. Was that a Camaro? Did you buy it? I did buy it. Okay. And I ripped it open, and it's going on the shelf. I'm surprised you ripped it open. Well, i got to find another one. Okay. i got to find another one, because uh, they're out there now. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of great pop culture cars, and they're going, you know... Really deep, you know. They have the Flintstones car and the yeah. Mystery Machine, and yeah. you know they've got t- two Battlestar Galactica ships coming at Comic Con. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they got the. They're, I assume there'll be regular versions too, but for Comic Con they're doing a Chrysler oh. and Cylon Raider. Classic, classic. Oh, yes. cool. That's correct. For the anniversary. Yeah. Nice. So that that's kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I they've was... been doing just a ton of them, and and again, you know, you know, there's some easy ones like the Ghostbusters <laughs> car and yeah, the Back to the Future yeah. time machine. But yeah, going this deep is awesome. Yeah, like a second car from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. What the hell is that? You know? I don't know. And Beverly Hills Cop just knocked me out. But Rockford, I thought was cool because he. All those other cop shows and all those guys got cars. Yeah. Magnum's got a car. In fact, I've got the Magnum car, so I'll put him right next to Magnum. Oh, cool. Because because Selleck kind of got his start. I mean, he'd been around, but he played a guy called Lance uh, that was this detective on the Rockford Files. He showed up in a couple episodes. So Rockford was kind of hangdog, never got paid, you know, was always getting beat up, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Lance was like this younger, good-looking detective that did everything right and just... Always tried to help Jim, but he was always in the way, you know, and it just bugged the hell out of Rockford. Uh, and then he gets his own series. Like a year later, he got he got uh, Magnum. Yeah. So he kind of got started on, on Rockford Files. But you're talking about you have a, a Hot Wheels of... I don't know Magnum. if it's a Hot Wheels or if it, you it might... About, you're not talking about that LJN thing. I have that, too. Do you really? Yeah. With the figure? With the figure. Ooh. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty that. penny. Not in the box. Okay. But I've got him... I got it loose with the figure. It's still a tough piece. It's a very tough piece to get. Um, you know, there's also a Hardcastle and McCormick one. What? Yeah, there's there's the coyote with figures with a figure, a figure uh, of Hardcastle of, uh, of McCormick, and it's oh. and it's that coyote, that plastic to plastic car, but it's the car that was in the show, right? And it was made by Ertl, okay, I believe, not LJN, I believe it was Ertl, uh, but they swapped a lot of the, the same body, you right. know, for like LJN and and Migo and Ertl, they they just swapped that and they just popped a different head on, kind of, and stuck a mustache <laughs> on. It. Yeah, yeah, um, but no, I've got one, I've got a Magnum one that's like a. Um, I think it was during the. It's from the period where they they had these little keys that went in the back of the car, and you pinched the key, and oh, the car yeah. yep. shot off. I remember that. So I've got the Magnum uh, uh, Ferrari. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's love that show. Love that show. Nice. Uh, so that's something to get excited about. Not much, but uh, let's get right to it. Okay. I think we both spent m- most of Sunday, at least, watching Arrested Development. Yes. Downloading it and watching it. So you go first. What'd you What'd you think? Well, we actually uh, <laughs> we were. Up and watching TV, and it was about twelve twenty. And uh-huh. my wife goes, "You think it's on yet?" <laughs> I was like, "Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> Let's get over there." And so we watched like three episodes that night. Oh yeah. And then uh, we had to get up and go to like a barbecue, and then after that, it was the whole thing back to back. So yeah. what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was terrific. Yeah. I, I don't think it hit on every cylinder. I think people are saying that, but. Uh, the craftsmanship oh my God. to put together a story like that that interweaves to get all those people and not just the regular cast members but yeah. some of the you know the the tertiary sure. you know yeah uh, like uh, you know his egg yeah <laughs> and May Whitman the, May yeah. Whitman and, and you know having Ben Stiller come back yeah. and I mean just crazy stuff like that mm-hmm. but a lot of fun I felt like you know and I, I thought it was amazing I, I can't imagine anybody complaining about it I mean it, it it again you know it felt like no time had passed yeah that's a miracle yeah it felt like no time had passed it felt like every character slipped right back into their character every, everybody slipped right back into their character no problem um, I have a couple of you know little quibbles but but just just to get to it I'm watching the first couple of episodes and it's just feeling off. Right. It's just off. Yeah. The rhythm is off. The jokes aren't that great. Perfect example. There's the, the moment, I think it's the first or second episode, might be the first episode, where Michael shows up at the model home and Job is there. 
and he says, oh, I've done something really terrible, I'll never forgive myself, and Job's like, like what? Like what? Give me, give me an example. Like, oh, I can't talk about it. No, like what? Like, let's say, for example, uh, let's say you had sex with a man, and, did it, and he gets this whole thing going, and you're watching it in this episode going, boy, that's a really lame joke. Yeah. Like, he delivers this thing, and it's like, I mean, that's just an example. I said it was a bad example. And you're like, that's, it kind of sounds like Job, but it's not. That joke literally pays off. 12 episodes later. <laughs> that's right, yes. And you're and I'm going, "Oh my god." Like yeah. and that's why it took a little while to get warmed up for me because it was laying the groundwork for all these cameos and 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 passbys and bump yeah. into's and stuff down the road. That's extraordinary that they they put that together. Yeah, I, and I think, you know, cuz I read a couple of reviews like of the guy in Variety, you know, thought it was like a chore. But it's like that guy was literally cramming for a test to be able to write the first review of it. He didn't get any early copies. Right. So he watched it the same time we did, right. and then he had to go type a report about it. But, but, so but I can understand him being bent out of shape, but, but you know, we watched those first three, and yeah. then we went to that barbecue, yeah. and there were some other people that had watched the first three, and we kind of said the same thing. It didn't feel, the timing didn't feel right. It yeah. didn't feel, it felt off. But then, like you said, you finish it, and you go, all that ties back in. Yeah, and, and the fact, I mean, I understand what he's saying, though, because it. I started watching it a second time. Mm-hmm. I started I started going, I didn't start with the first episode. I said, Let's, I'm going to go right into the second episode and start watching it again, like on, on uh, Monday for a little bit. Um, did another three, epi- you know, three episodes that I, that I a second time, because it does kind of feel like that. There is so much going on that you barely get time to breathe with these with these jokes. I mean, that, that I don't know how to, how to use the term, but like, you know, Jokes per minute or jokes per second, like yeah. the the I mean the Tobias episodes alone. There is so much innuendo, and and so much you know m- mishandling of words, whatever that you have to watch it a second time. Yeah, and it's still funny. I mean, I'm still I'm still laughing throughout. Yeah, but it's like you really, it's like you don't want to miss anything. Right. So it does kind of feel like you're cramming. There's there's so much being packed into these things. I was shocked at the ending. Why is that? Because, are you telling me we're going to get more of these? Well, they, they've been saying all along it's supposed to lead into a feature. So, so it's definitely going to be it's going to be a feature. They have not said that, but the the all of the talk up to this point was it would be originally I mean, it was heard eleven that episodes, then yeah. it went to fifteen, and then it was supposed to be either one or two features. And it does seem like the plan is. Get everyone's schedule clear and make a feature. Make a feature. So it, this is this cliffhanger, and yeah. then it's going to go right into a feature. So, I I, so the way it cliffhanged, I was like, we're going to get more episodes, like in a year or something. But like this, this must have been a minor miracle to make this even happen. Yeah. And it makes sense with their schedules why they would have shot it the way they did. Yeah. So they they took something that was necessity and turned it into something kind of brilliant. I think the way they they tied everything up. Yeah. Um. So that was like I was like, whoa. That's I mean, it really is like. You thought a lot more of this was going to get wrapped up, you know. We kept you kept leading to, without trying to say too much to spoil it. People haven't seen it. Yeah. There's so much of it that was leading to what seemed to be a climax that we never really get to. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. don't think. But so it, that kind know, of shocked me. There's there's this new. It's not a new phenomenon, but people are talking about it more. Mm-hmm. It started with DVD, but things like Netflix have really propagated it more. That mm-hmm. they call binge TV. Where you where, sit yes. down and watch sure. like a marathon of something. Entertainment Weekly did a whole uh, section on it where it, it said, you know, if you're sick, if you're staycationing, yes. if you're whatever, and it and it lists all the shows that you could the best ways to view them in, you know, binging like that. Yeah, yeah. And this breaks the mold of sort of traditional TV. Mm. Uh, you know, they did this House of Cards too, where you get all the episodes at once. Right. So you can either piece them out and watch, you know, one every Monday if right. that's how you like it. Right. Or you can sit down and watch, you know, this giant chunk of TV, which yeah. is what most of us did. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's... it's well, The other thing that was a little troubling to me, you know, it, it's such a good show, and we know it struggled in its initial... Uh, outing mm-hmm. when it was actually on Fox and mm-hmm. things, a- and they posted Netflix posted a thing on their Facebook page that was a screenshot of Tobias's new license plate. Oh, and one the, of the single funniest things in the entire show. And I'm going to have to spoil this joke just to be able to talk about it, but uh, it's supposed to say a new start, and it's a n u s t a r t, which when you look at it says anus start. <laughs> <laughs> but the beauty of that is it, it's 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 even set up before that where 
he's somehow finally caught on to the fact he shouldn't be describing himself the way he has been, like on his business cards. Yes. Okay, so he's like, oh, I'm not going to get caught in that trap again. Yeah, yeah. And, and then describes himself another way. Yes. So it's like he's finally figured out that he shouldn't describe himself that way, and then he's moved to the license plate. Yes. And it's even better than it was on the business card. So they posted that screenshot just saying, oh, you know, here it is, season four. We've all got a new start. And there were probably 600 comments of people going, that says anus star. You know, just like. Oh, my yes. God. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't see it that. You know, it's just like just missing the joke wow. entirely. And no one's reading what anyone else posted before because everyone thinks they're coming to this brand new. Eesh. That was troubling to me. Well, welcome to the Internet. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much every, every comment thread on the Internet. Yeah. Um, I thought it was terrific. I can't wait to watch the whole thing again. Um, could have done without, like... The Kristen Wiig and Seth Rogen thing, playing them. Going it, as younger. Just stupid. Just stupid. It's just like, we got them because, <laughs> you know, all those years ago, you didn't really know who they were. You kind of did, but not really. Now, there's somebody, and it, you, you look at it, there's no way you don't go, that's Kristen Wiig and Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it have been better if it was just the parents? Like, it would have it would have worked just fine. All yeah. the other flash... We haven't had it in any other flashbacks. That's right. Uh, although the young Henry Winkler... Was brilliant. Oh my gosh, that was great. Whoever that guy was, yes, was was brilliant. And I just got to say one quick thing, Steve Holt. Oh, well, that some of that was makeup. What? What was it? What? Yeah. Well, but but the but the makeup was was hair though. Right. Which makes me think maybe the real guy was has even less hair. I don't know. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Because it looked yeah. like you could see the cap. Yeah. But it was. But he had a full head of hair. Yes. So you know what I mean? Like like. But he. He put on a few pounds, yes, obviously. Yes, he did. He was. Uh, I mean, and they even made a joke about it. Like, yeah. when Maybe sees him, she's like, oh, that's funny. I, I, I had a crush on a guy, you know, and Steve Holt. And like, Boy, that was that was rough. Yeah, it was. Um, but, but even, like, Scott Bayo, you know, came back. Oh. Very briefly. He's like, I can't, re- I can't reach the tchotchke. The tchotchke. <laughs> um... No, it was it was it was brilliant. I thought I was gonna it was really gonna be bothersome, the Imagine Entertainment stuff, right? And Brian and and Ron and everything, going that far into it because they you know that's how the third season ended. Yeah. Um, I thought, well, this is getting really meta. Like this is getting really weird here. <laughs> yes. Um, but it, it worked. I mean, for the most part, I, th- I think it worked. Yeah. Um, and everybody was great. And they uh, one thing I'll say, they they didn't make Michael for the most part as inept as he is. And as, an, as inept as he is with this kid, uh, was fairly likable. He was the likable character. He was the anchor. Yes. And he was the audience, sort of, being able to observe, like, how messed up his family is. They made him a lot less likable in this in this show. Uh, I'd agree with that. It was you know? it had a darker tone. Yeah. Yes, a, very yeah. much a darker tone. The whole thing with Lucille too. Yes. And uh, just the roomating rooming with George Michael. Yes. And the vote and everything was was squirm inducing yeah um so that was weird that they that they they because everyone else kind of stayed the same right but they they made him darker and they made him kind of less likable the other thing i was very surprised by did did not you know reduce my enjoyment of it all Mm. i I was surprised that there was nothing in these 15 episodes about the banana stand Uh, me too because they used that as their marketing thing they toured it and all around the country and there's always money in the banana stand. but the first time we see michael He's, he's wearing the shirt. He's wearing the shirt, and it's yeah. got sauce on it and yeah. stuff. Does that yeah. mean, did he come, was he working there that day? We or don't like, know. They, I, I kept, see, that bit, I kept thinking we were going to come back to. Right. He shows up kind of haggard and beat up, and I just did something terrible. Like, was that, or did that, or was he wearing the shirt? No, he wasn't wearing the shirt in the third series. No, so, I don't think so. Yeah, so what was the that boat, ab- right? They were yeah, they're on the, the boat. boat. Yeah. So what was that about? I don't know. That was like, okay, we're going to get to this, and we never, never we did. never got back to it. That needs to be in the feature. Somehow, yeah. And did he do something with Lucille too? Yes. He did. I think so. He definitely did. Because the second time he brings it up, she kept slapping him. Yes. So he did. So everyone in the family has almost. <laughs> yes, that's Pretty right. much. Yeah. She was amazing, too. Like, boy, just when you think she can't make fun of herself enough. The fact that they got her at all oh for any of God. this is amazing. Liza Minnelli was just hilarious. And, yeah. like... There's somebody they said something at one point outside the room like God it sounds like it's an ostrich in there, and she was just in there singing but she's wearing like a feather boa. <laughs> yes. But she just it was just her singing and they were making fun of it. Yeah. Uh, it was brilliant. It was great. So. Agreed. More of that. 
Um, speaking of shows, you said, uh, oh, I saw I saw a show real quick. What'd you say? Um, I saw a pilot um, with James Spader. It's called The Blacklist. Oh, right. This is what we yeah, teased, teased last, last episode. Week. It's it's great. Um, again, it's kind of formulaic. You know, it's network television, so you you know you're not it's not hugely groundbreaking. But he is this one of one of the FBI's most wanted. He walks into the FBI, gets on his knees, puts his hands behind his head like he's ready for them to get him. And he says, I want to speak to, you know, Agent so-and-so, this yeah. woman. And then it becomes almost like a Hannibal Lecter uh, Clarice thing where he's like, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to tell you where these most wanted people are and you're going to have to do blah, blah, blah for me. Um, and it, it moves pretty fast. And it's I don't know who, I forget the name of the woman who's in it. And she's I haven't seen her in anything else. But James Spader is so watchable yeah. in this part. He's he's you don't know if there's any good in him, uh if he's controlling everything, um you know what his his deal is. He's kind of got like a shaved head, uh like a buzz cut sort of wearing, you know, glasses, buddy holly type glasses. Yeah. Um and he's just wonderful in it. So if you if you like him and his rhythm of of acting, uh hopefully this thing is going to go because they early word is that it it could be one of the best of the new season. Yeah. Like It's been picked up because I, I saw yeah. I, I saw that clip where he's like chained to a chair in this giant box that retracts. Yes. To talk to the yes. woman. Yeah. That yeah. that was the clip they released right after the upfronts. Yeah. It was just like, ooh, that's super creepy. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's, I just saw. I just watched Lincoln finally. Oh he's, yeah. He's pretty funny in that. I felt like. Oh god, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the. Yeah. The guys that Lincoln sends out to get all the extra votes. Yeah, he's sort so of. So it's kind of a different. Yeah, funny. Unorthodox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he was always, fun in that. God, it's funny. I just found something because I'm a huge fan of uh, Barry Levinson's first movie, Diner. Mm-hmm. If you look at that movie, it's his first movie. I, I think it's a terrific movie. I never get sick of it. The Slice of Life, but it was made in '82, and the cast: Steve Gutenberg, Kevin Bacon, yep, Mickey Rourke, Timothy Daly, Paul Reiser, Daniel Stern, That's Ellen it. Barkin. I mean, that's an amazing cat. Like, Stern had done some stuff. They'd all kind of done a few things, but that was... They that they all ended up having massive careers yeah, you know, yeah. and constantly working. Uh, and of the bunch, Rourke was the one you thought was going to be Pacino or De Niro and never stop working. And, of yeah. course, we know how that went. Um, but they did a pilot. They did a pilot for television. Really? That Levinson wrote, okay. which I, I had read about a while ago, and then, sure enough, started looking around for it. There it is on YouTube. And James Spader, it was done a year later, so it was done in 83. Yeah. James Spader plays the Timothy Daly part from Diner. And it has to be one of the first things he did. Yeah. Because he was, I mean, I can't think of the first thing I saw him in, but he, he was around like early 80s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was him and um, I think Brian Benben was in it. And uh, a few other faces you'd... you'd You'd, oh, Riser. Riser was actually in the television pilot, too. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but a few other faces. Oh, Michael Madsen was the Mickey Rourke character. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah. there were a bunch of faces yeah. in the pilot that you're like, oh, they all had big careers after this, too. Yeah. Uh, but Sp- I just watched Spader in that. And he hasn't, he has, he's aged really well. He looks good. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it should be a cool show. So uh, it, the pilot was very good. So huh. we shall see. And other pilots, uh, I sent you that article about Amazon yeah. finally choosing their five shows. Did they choose the teacher one? I don't think so. Was it called um, so. Those Who Can't? Yeah, they, they chose one called Betas, and I think the yeah. other was called like Alpha Men. And that's, yeah. the Alpha Men, that's the one written by Gary Trudeau. Right. That's the one with Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think the other three were like kid shows. Oh, okay. The teacher one I thought was hilarious. Yeah. But did not pick up Zombieland either. Oh no, kidding! Not move forward. Oh, yeah. that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, what else has happened? Uh, so I've been watching that Orphan Black. Never seen it. Uh, it's on BBC America. Yeah, I've seen it's the trailer. You know, right commercials. comes on after Doctor Who. Yep. Started off pretty slow, but okay. uh, picked up and you know been enjoying it now. Interesting okay. To see how it it finishes. Oh, you're saying it picked up? Not that it got picked up, but that it's picking up. I believe it got picked up, but it's it's finally starting to gel. It, and both Abby and I were at the point of like, all right, we get it. You know, it's kind of the same. Uh-huh. There's, you know, it's about clones. Uh-huh. Okay. But it was just like the next episode that we were both kind of like, we both said to each other, like, I was giving it like one more. And it did. <laughs> and it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, were like, okay, have you seen the go. commercials for the zombie one that's going to be on BBC America? Yeah. Really strange, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Like they're, they're walking and talking zombies. Right. And like integrated into society or something. Yeah. 
I don't know what it's called, but I just saw that there was a quick snippet during Doctor Who that looked kind of weird. So we're recording this on a Thursday. Yes. Uh, it's going to go up on a Monday, but Sunday starts season three of The Killing. Are you in? I don't know. Are you getting back in? Wait, it's season three or season four? Season three? Season three, yeah. First yeah. two are about Rosie Larson. I don't know. Maybe. We didn't know. <laughs> we saw the commercial and went, are we doing that? <laughs> we had that discussion last night. I don't know. Are we back on The Killing? Because the the real reason I really like the the detective the one guy yeah he's um, back yeah he's back and she's back and I yeah. didn't I didn't love her okay and then it got sort of convoluted with the kid and everything else um, but isn't Peter Sarsgaard Sarsgaard is the the villain and guy. he's yeah. good yeah I tend to like him yeah he was great in uh, Green, Green Lantern, Lantern. <laughs> especially yes. when he got that headache right uh, it's like takes I'm just watching the theater it's gonna take some aspirin. <laughs> Put some salve on that. Yeah, yeah, head. that looked bad. Get the swelling down. And if he, he um, wouldn't stop picking at it either, that was a problem. I might. I don't know. Okay. If the missus says she, she'll she'll uh, check it out, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I might. And this past week was the new Avengers Assemble animated series came out. Uh, yes. On the Disney XD. Yes. I haven't watched it yet. I've got it on the DVR, but I haven't either. Paul Dini is involved in writing that. Now so. this is def- different than the. Um, Superhero one? The, the, yes. What's the one we got? We just that got was, that was Avengers: World's Greatest Heroes or something. Okay, and this, this is Avengers Assemble. A whole new design. All yes. New yeah. Characters. Yes. Okay. It's sort of animated movie Avengers like. Oh. It's more those designs and you know th- that lineup. Oh, okay. So cool. Yeah, I might I might check that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Dini, you know, he's got a good track record. He does. I like that guy. And he's been around. He has. Long time. Yeah. Like he's 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 older than we think. I don't mean he's old, but I mean he's been he was doing stuff, you know. Beanie and Cecil. Yeah, but wasn't he doing stuff like, um, you know, early '80s kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Maybe the Mighty Mouse thing was he on that? He did that. Yeah, I think he did some He-Man stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So he's he's been in there for a while. Absolutely. So movie stuff yes. that's been announced. It looks like they've got a couple of directors for Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Who Because cares? there were so many unanswered questions from the first four. And I liked the first one. <clears throat> yeah. I really enjoyed it. I did too. It was much, much better than I thought I was going to get. Yeah. And Depp, of course, was totally watchable. I don't think I've even seen four yet. I've seen bits of four. And what I mean is it was on in the background. Yeah. And I just couldn't even... You know, I couldn't figure out what was going on in the third one. Right, yeah. And the fourth one is just people keep tossing things to each other and going, I've got it now, now you've got it. How did you get it? I'm going to run away. It's like Abbott and Costello. It truly is. It's it's like an Abbott and Costello, or like a road picture. And that, that was tricky Crosby. because that's the that's the first, you know, I've told you Abby and I play those Lego games. Yes. And they did Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, and one whole section of it was that film. Oh. And that's the first one I've ever played that I haven't seen the movie for. Do you need to so, though to play the you game? You don't. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Uh, but you know, sometimes it's funny and there's inside jokes right. and it helps a little bit with the knowing the fiction of it. But uh, yeah, that that was the first time I had not seen the film. So. But they make five is coming. It's these two directors that directed Con Tiki, which won the Foreign oh. Academy Award uh, last year and it was that was a film that was all mostly done on water yes. so I guess they thought well these would be good guys, guys have... to do this one I see Jerry Bruckheimer still producing yes uh, and then the other big news that came out yesterday Glenn Close what? being in Guardians of the Galaxy yeah what's the, what's the word though what is she is she voicing she's, something is she in it is she said she's going to be the head of the Nova Corps oh wow Corps Corps Cor- Corpsing She'll be corpse of the Nova Corps. Wow. Yeah. So that you know, we got Redford and Redford and in, in, in Captain America. He's confirmed for Cap. Yeah. yeah. And now Glenn Close and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's you know, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. It's like it's these. Neat. These are the the. We had the, Hopkins the and Thor. Yep. You know, you got some. You got Tommy Lee Jones and Captain America again. Yeah. Did they go to? Well, I you see got that. The, you got the Russell Crows and the yep. Kevin Costners and the Richard Schiffs in they, Man of Steel. They pepper the. Oh yeah, Schiff is in Man of Steel, isn't yeah. he? Those quick shots. Of He's him. Emilio, um, uh, Doctor Emil, who's it? Largo. Har- Harris. Har- Harrisburg. What? No, what is it? Anyway, he, he, the guy oh, that yeah. starts, you know, Star Labs and stuff. So, uh, interesting. Emil Hamilton. Uh, speaking of superhero stuff, so yes. we, this has been on the list for a while. We haven't got to Shane Black, who did 
Iron Man 3 and yep. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and the Lethal Weapon, launched the Lethal Weapon franchise and Last Boy Scout and Last Action Hero and all that stuff. He's got his eyes on Doc Savage. Yes. With Sony. Now, Doc Savage, they've been talking about for ever yeah. making a new film. Yeah. Along with The Shadow, which was going to be Sam Raimi was going to be doing something, I thought. Yep. Um, so the Doc, the Doc Savage thing is kind of cool. I think it's a great character. Um, it, it's just one of those great pulp characters that has influenced so much stuff and uh, so many other properties. Uh, we did get a film in 1975. Yes. By George Powell. Yes. And while it is loved because of our childhoods, it is not beloved. <laughs> right. It was very, very, very campy. Yeah. Uh, Ron Eli played Doc Savage. The Man of Bronze. The Man of Bronze, who, who, who Eli had played some uh, in some Tarzan films. He'd played Tarzan and done some other stuff. Um, it's not terrible. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen it. It's not very good. I've seen still shots from it, but I've never... Yeah, a couple years ago, Warner Brothers did a... Um, you know, the burn to order thing. Right, yeah, yeah. And they finally released it because it, it hadn't been on DVD, I don't think, ever. Oh. Um, and it's a pr- it's pretty rough. But it, it gets so much of it accurately. It's it's so funny. Like, the characters, you know, his, the what do they call the Fearsome Five or the Furious Five or whatever, his right. team of, of scientists and smart guys, getting all them right and their names and the, and the headquarters and the car and all that. There's, there's a lot of the detail they get right. Okay. And then it just veers off into... Utter goofiness, uh, but it, Pamela Hensley's in it. Okay, who is Princess Ardala? Yes, from Buck Rogers. Yes, well, that, that's okay. And um, I actually have a bit of memorabilia from from Doc Savage, a very rare piece of memorabilia. A torn shirt? No, it's a um, it's a resin statue, about oh, yeah. seven or eight inches high, maybe. Yep. He's standing on a platform, and mm-hmm. it's Ron Eli. It's the sculpt. It's clearly Ron Eli. It's not a great sculpt. But he's it's the, it's the po- it's the poster pose with yes. his arms out like in fists. Yeah, has the you know Doc Savage on the base. Yep, I've and seen it that. came in a box with a wraparound background that you're supposed to put the thing up and and wrap around. I have not been able to find one piece of information. This is another mystery of the internet. I can't find a picture of it anywhere on the internet. Any information about it. And when I got it uh, years ago, <clears throat> mentioned it to our pal Brian Heiler. Yeah, and he said that he used to have one. Of course. And um, that it was it was a giveaway or something you could buy in theaters in the UK. Th- that's what the figure was from. So the figure would have been in the movie theaters okay. in the UK when you saw Doc Savage. Yeah. And you could have paid your fifty pence or whatever it was to uh, to bring that home. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I found it and it's pristine in the box. But you got yours like on eBay or something. I, I got mine right? on yeah on eBay. Okay. It was an eBay thing. It was like a buy it now. I think I got it for like fifty bucks or something. Yeah, I've seen those. I've never seen them with the background. Yeah. No. So that, that the little box like... that it comes in has pictures of the movie and the poster on it and a little bio of Doc Savage and everything. And then you take it out of the box and it's got this weird green back wraparound background from the film. Hmm. It's actually on the background is a giant close up of Doc Savage looking at like a stone, <laughs> this green stone, and then he's supposed to stand in front of that. Okay. Uh, but but I've got it in my display case. Oh, interesting. It's a it's a neat little tidbit. Well, now the, um, the Go Heroes got their Doc Savage 12-inch figure. I think they're, yes. they're taking orders now. I think it's starting to ship from the really soon from the book covers and from the, the, the all the artwork from way back. Yeah, it yeah. also I think it comes in two different versions, versions with yeah. like a different gun. Yep, there's that really cool gun that in the artwork it was based on that toy gun from yeah. the 70s. Yeah, yeah, that, that's like that laser. It's that black laser gun from the 70s. Um, so that could be cool. I mean. I loved what he did with Iron Man, and I love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yep. Uh, so I'd be really curious to see what he does with this character. Yeah. He must have a, an affinity for it or a love for the character. Right. Because it sat around for a while. Oh, yeah. You know, well, Schwarzenegger has been talking about yeah. doing it for 15 years or something. Yeah. It's been kicked around. Yeah, that's right. Is he going to do the Conan thing? Wasn't he going to do King Conan? I heard that was coming, too, but I haven't heard much about that I lately. anything. I tried watching. I rented the... Um, the one he did, the last stand, the old sheriff. Yeah, yeah. Got through about twenty minutes and just Oof. wasn't like it was terrible. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, it was, oh, it was, it was fine. Yeah. Someone I wrote in about like, that one too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Saying it was good or. Uh, just saying it felt like he had never stopped making movies. It, it felt he, very much like a Schwarzenegger film. It and, did. Yeah. And he he was he was actually very you know he definitely had his heart in it. Yeah. You know? Um. 
or his weak heart in it. Oh. Well, I mean... Is that had, a plot point? I thought he had some surgery. No, I thought he... Didn't he have something with his heart a while back? He had a broken heart. Oh, really? He oh. had a broken heart? <laughs> really? Um, so and, and other casting, you know, movie news that, yes. that just came out this week is the Man of Steel himself, yes. Henry Cavill, talking about being up for the lead in Man from Uncle. Yeah. Now, that's another one that has been tossed around forever. Yeah. You know, that, that I mean, Soderbergh was supposed to be involved. Maybe he still is. I don't know. And then Clooney was going to do it. Like, yep. I remember reading Clooney's name next to that thing like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, well, it seemed like that was, you know, bandied about a lot. Yeah. And it was one of those, you know, big deals about the same time that the Avengers remake was happening. Yeah, late and 90s. And that thing tanked. Yeah. I stopped hearing about Man from Uncle Kinda. Until this week. <laughs> yeah, and but but no, it's it's definitely been it's definitely been out there, and they 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 keep bringing it up every now and then. And Clooney was going to do something with it, um, but that but that Avengers thing that goes back to like '97, I think. So yeah. it, I've definitely heard about it since then. Um, but that's cool. That would be that's a really cool. I mean, I wonder if they would do it as a period thing because right. it was a, it was definitely a Cold War thing. Yeah, yeah. It was a big show on television. Loads of toys. Yep. You know, loads. That was when the spy craze was massive in the mid '60s. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kuryakin were the two agents, and actually, Napoleon Solo, the name came from Ian Fleming, because oh. he had tried at one point to get some TV stuff going, and okay. he had created this character called Napoleon Solo. So the name actually came from Ian Fleming. He just let him use it. Go. I don't know how I'm it worked exactly. This, so. I don't. I don't remember what the legalities were, but oh. he he was involved at at one point. Interesting. Um, because Bond was so big. And, I mean, Man from Uncle wouldn't have happened without, you know, the Bond films. Right. Sure, sure. So that could be pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd look forward to that. Um, did you did you happen to watch the Liberace thing? I haven't yet. We have it on the DVR. I'd be curious to know what you think of it. haven't had a chance to sit down. I've, I've, you know, again, hearing great things about it. Michael but... Douglas is just... Yeah. And, 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 and Matt Damon, too, because you watch it and you go, I can't even remember the Bourne films. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's yeah. so different in it that you just yeah, go, yeah. I, I I, can't even remember him as that guy. And people keep posting pictures of Rob Lowe in that weird wig with his eyebrows taped up as like an internet meme. Well, because he's, he's just, got... He's so he's, scary. He's got this like pulled back face. He's this uh, plastic surgeon. And he can barely close his mouth when he talks. His eyes are all pulled back. <laughs> he looks very And when he weird. takes a sip... Watch when he takes a sip of scotch. He like... He does this thing where he can't get his lips closed. But he's brilliant in it. He's really, really funny in it. Uh, it's got some very funny dark humor in it. Yep. Um, now this this next thing, we got to talk about this. What? I, I don't know how this is going to work. What? So uh, it was announced last week that Evan Peters, the kid from American Horror Story, both seasons of that, uh, is cast as Quicksilver in Days of Future Past. I hated that guy. Okay. Maybe I just hated the character, but I just wanted to punch him so hard. Did you watch second season though? No, I couldn't was, get. I couldn't. I couldn't get through the credits of the second season. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I don't want to get nightmares from the credits. Like, he was uh, a very different character, a more sympathetic character in second. But it's a season. different character. Different character yeah. completely. Uh, yeah. A lot of the actors played different characters. First season, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was a bit of a pain. So he's going to be in Days of Future Past right. as Quicksilver. But also last week, Joss Whedon went on Jimmy Fallon's show. And announced that he's putting Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the next Avengers movie. Well, here's something even stranger. Did you read the Entertainment Weekly article on Wolverine, the Wolverine? I have not yet. Will you? Yes. Okay, so I'm not going to spoil anything for you. No, I've got it sitting on my coffee table. The gist of this story, it's far into the future. Like there are no mu- there are no other characters that we knew from the other films. In the Wolverine. In the Wolverine. Okay. Now, in the trailer, we've already seen uh, Famke Janssen show up as, as Jean Grey. Right. So she becomes almost like a conscience on his shoulder kind of thing in different scenes. Okay. But there's no other... All the guy, all the gang that he knew in the, in, from the third film, they're all gone. Okay. Like, they're, they're, the way they're describing this is they're dead and gone. Wow. It's so far into the future. Okay. With this character, with the yeah, Wolverine, because yeah. he lives for so long. However... They also didn't quite confirm or deny that they shot a scene with Patrick Stewart in hmm. The Wolverine. Okay. Now, we know that Wolverine is in Days of Future Past. Yes. So, I'll let you draw your conclusions. If that's going to be like a, a precursor, preview, a little sneak, 
to what we're going to see in days of future past. Yeah. Because in this article, they're talking to Jackman on the phone from the set. Mm-hmm. He's shooting Days of Future Past right now as he's promoting this, you know, the, the Wolverine. Oh, okay. So, um, so that was kind of shocking to me that like they're they're doing this standalone story that's so distant from the world that he just came out of in the third film, basically. Right. Because well, the origin thing. Origins. Yeah. yeah, it's the opposite end of that. Yeah, it's it's really it's really strange to make that choice. I thought. But the interesting thing about Quicksilver is that, you know, as we know. Marvel and Disney don't own all the movie rights for all the characters. Right. And all the sort of mutants and X-Men thing live with Fox. Right. And Quicksilver falls into that world. Yeah. So maybe they're on how, maybe he's on loan. Maybe it was part of that Daredevil deal. That's it's a it's an interesting Cause there were, prospect. That, that was that we haven't seen any of that that sort of crossover yet. We haven't heard mutants mentioned in any of the well, the Marvel-y stuff, you know, the in the same article, it it makes a joke about it's talking to one of the producers saying, "Could we possibly see Wolverine in Avengers 2? And he does he gives this answer. He's like, uh, "That that is so hard to like back generate like in my brain. Like how we'd even do that." He's like, "But you know, here's hoping. You know, you never know, kind of thing." Yeah. Like, I think we're starting to see the possibilities here. But wasn't that part of the big variety article or whatever it was about, like, you know, you can have Daredevil back, but, you know, and Magneto is ours, but we can talk about the kids or something. There was some. Oh, really? Yeah, there was some weird thing where it was like this, this, we can have these guys, but you can't have them or something. Yeah. Um, I, but it involved Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. So Joss Whedon was saying, you know, he wants to, he felt like in the first Avengers that everyone just had punching powers. And he wanted to shake things up a bit. Oh. So, you know, you have a speedster and you have a, you know, basically a magician. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily referring to them as mutants, but people with different powers than, you know, big strong guys. But you'd ha- wouldn't you have to acknowledge the, the I mean, we're, we'd have to acknowledge Magneto. You would think. And then, you, and then he's if you, their dad. If you acknowledge that, then you're acknowledging, see, that's where it gets kind of hinky. Yeah. Because if you acknowledge that, and you've got this other franchise going on where those characters exist and other actors are playing them. Suddenly they're in the Avengers world and we don't talk about the dad or the Avenger, the, the X-Men or anything. If you do and you acknowledge that, then you have to acknowledge that this city has seen other things. Right. That we've had X-Men adventures and craziness in San Francisco and whatever. Whereas it felt like in the Avengers it was supposed to be this is the first time we've ever seen anything like this with all these characters going jumping around yeah yeah so then it gets it gets kind of weird it does get a little weird and and then if you know this is a big if and no one's you know they're not there yet but if the same actor were to play that yeah that connects right there oh yeah that that solidifies it yeah but you know they've done so much with like you know the timeline just not working like the whole like you almost want to wipe uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine completely off the map because yeah. everything they tried to do there with like there was Emma Frost was in there and Cyclops and then Professor X at the end and all that like the timeline doesn't work right in in, 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 in any way um, whatever happened to the Deadpool movie <laughs> he got Green Lantern right after that. And then, well, wasn't it supposed to be the it Deadpool was, thing was supposed was to happen? Fun. I'm sure there's still a possibility for that. There's, there's a video movie. games coming out very soon. There's so. a movie coming out with uh, with him and um, <clears throat> Jeff Bridges. Have you seen the trailer for this? Nah. Oh, the uh, yeah, that's the the ripped R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. Yeah. yeah, where they're like ghosts that come back and they're like ghost policemen. Ghost policemen. Yeah. Yes. To police the, the ghosts, yes, or whatever. I have seen that. Um, that might be fun. Could be. You know, I don't. I don't dislike Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I, I don't hate the guy like a lot of people do. Sort of Men in Black meets Hellboy. You know, meets Ghostbusters. Yes. You know, I love Bridges. Yeah. I watch him in anything. And he's like an old West sheriff. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's, he looks like Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Kind of. So that could be fun. Um. So you you sent me this link to this Kingdom Come. <clears throat> Fan trailer, yeah, yeah. Thing, tell me, tell me what, what, what why? So we've seen <laughs> what? So you know, there, what uh, were you thinking? There are, <laughs> there's a wide spectrum of, of fan films and trailers. You know, at the top of it, you have Sandy Calora 
doing Batman Dead End yes. and World's Finest. Yes. You know, widely regarded as the best. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, on down to... The lightsaber kid. The Star Wars kid. That's the Star right, Wars in kid. In his garage. <laughs> with, the, with the mop handle. Uh, with so, George Michael and his... So this, I think they actually did a Kickstarter for this, but it's, it's, a, it's a group of cosplayers that put together a, uh, a trailer for a fictional Kingdom Come movie. Yes. Uh, you know, they have a lot of the costumes. This, and these, I, are, these are widely known cosplayers. Did I watch the right one? Is this the one where, where, where Superman has a southern accent? He does have a bit okay. of southern accent. Okay, so yeah. I, did, I did watch yeah. it then. Okay. Yeah. And that guy's a bodybuilder, and right. he's got... I don't know, probably seven different Superman costumes. Wow. You know, yeah. He's got a lot of a lot of different ones and he's married to the girl that's Power Girl. That's, Stop that's it. his wife. Yeah. Uh, but these guys in in their everyday life, you know, they cosplay at conventions and stuff, but they also have formed like a nonprofit thing where they go visit uh, terminally ill children mm. in those costumes and oh. stuff. So they put together a uh, you know, it, it's it's a fan film. It's mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't have the production value of, a, of an actual. It was film. no, it was good. It was you could tell a lot of lo- there was a lot of love in this. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know it was fun to see a lot of those versions and and and, and they know, took it's, a lot from the a, book and yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a testimony of what you can do with consumer grade, you know, cameras and and uh, editing and, and that sort yeah. of thing. It was fun. You know, what's funny it was interesting. is I'll put a link up. I always talk to Alex about you know the Kingdom Come thing and and mm-hmm. and. and He's very particular about it, but like, why haven't we gotten uh, direct to DVD? Like, an we, we're just getting the Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, you know the, the Miller thing. Kingdom Come would be. Oh, I'd love to. He he just not. He's very hinky about about doing it and and how it might look. It would be yeah. It would be difficult to pull that off in animation. You know, with his style. Yeah, you definitely would have to go. We're gonna to have to do something different here. Yeah, we're gonna to have to make it this person style or whatever. It would almost you would either have to do it CG, yeah, or live action because it, it just it would not look the same as a traditional animated. Yeah, you could do it feature. as one of those, um, you know, where they do those comic that comes to life kind of thing. Uh, like a motion comic. Like a motion comic. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. You could yep. do something like that. That would be interesting. Get some voices in there and yeah. stuff. Because then it's actually using his artwork. It's yeah. just, you know, kind of that Ken Burns layering. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see Yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely thought about it. And he certainly, I think they've hit him up for it yeah. enough to, to do it. I don't think there's any way anything they did would satisfy him, though. Because he is very particular. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But, you know... I, mean, I can say that because he's not going to listen to this. No, but he doesn't he, use the internet. But he's, it's funny because, like, you know... Like he hasn't like he he preferred this Spider Man to the other three. Mm-hmm. He thought everything Raimi did was wrong. Okay. The casting was all wrong. So much of it was wrong. He um, enjoyed parts of the Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. Uh, he liked the first one the best. I, I, I think. Doesn't feel like they ever got the costume right. Okay. The neck and the way it should move and this and that. Um, but doesn't have a problem with Fantastic Four. Either of those films. Oof. Not because he thinks they're great, but because he's like, you know, it, it got the banter right. It was trying to do this thing with the banter with these characters. Yeah. You know, I, you know, we can't, I can't get into a conversation about Ghost Rider and just saying how, oh my boy, Ghost Rider, you know. Because his thing is like, well, the comic was crap. Yeah. It was a crap comic. You know, what do you, what do you expect from this character? Like, so he's very, very frank about like... I didn't think it was going to be anything more than it was. Yeah. I didn't expect much more from Fantastic Four. I expect more from from Batman or Spider Man or you know that that universe. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of it's been strange sometimes what what he we tend to agree on most stuff. Right. Movies and stuff. Okay. But for example, we're playing tag right now about Star Trek. Okay. Because I saw it before he did. Uh huh. And he's he just called me the day and he's like, okay, I just saw it. We got to talk about it. Like, and I'm going, I wonder what his take is going to be on this. Yeah. Because. Yeah. We pretty much agree on the first one, but then he can get really, you know, very, very anal about stuff. Like, yes. like you know, like yes. like very particular about how it's supposed to be done. But um, in his mind, in his mind. But but that but that's also very much like the the fanboys online. Oh yeah, sure. Get on and go. It should have been this. It should have been that. You know. It was. It, it occurred to me today. It was uh, you know. The Superman movie is called Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and there is a rumor, I don't think it's a spoiler, that at no point they call him Superman necessarily right. in the film. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We, I'm saying right. I've you heard, have heard that, that too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if that's true. true. 
But, uh, you know, with the Nolan trilogy, you know, we got Batman Begins, Mm -hmm. and then the other two were both Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. So they didn't call those movies Batman movies through the whole trilogy. And then to not call the Superman movie a Superman movie, sort Mm. of getting away from previous incarnations. The, The caveat to that is Green Lantern. Well, I think... So maybe if they had called that the Emerald Knight, <laughs> we <would have laughs> we'd be a, okay. A well, it's film. interesting. I think the, I think the, the, the notion for that and the, the Man of Steel... And by the way, for those of you out there that enjoyed Star Trek Into Darkness, I'm glad you enjoyed it. We enjoyed quite a bit of it as well. Yeah. There are parts that we didn't find satisfactory. Correct. Superman Returns. I was so eager for that movie, and I loved. I thought Brandon Ralph did a terrific job. I'm I'm sorry that he's out of a job. I thought he did a really good job filling in those boots. I mean, that's a that's a really tough thing to to, to pull off. And yeah. I liked I liked some of it. Overall, I did not like it. I did not think it held together. You know, whatever. But it has its supporters. Mm-hmm. I think what they're trying to do with Man of Steel is to get as far away from Superman Returns as possible. Yes. That's why I thought those, those initial trailers were like, that's very similar to what we saw in those initial trailers for Superman Returns. Please mm-hmm. don't tell me we're going to go back to Smallville and watch him you know, grow up in a farm. I yeah. want... Now we're seeing that like we, we may be getting some flashbacks to that whole mom saying block the world out here's how you can do it just pretend because that's a great little thing to have in there where Superman is this guy that's so powerful that he can't the, the problem is getting to everyone yeah the problem is drowning out the sirens and the screams and everything uh, that's which, cool which if you haven't read uh, Jeff Leb's Superman Man, Man for, for All Seasons, seasons. it's oh. great it's in there yeah it's yeah. great um, but I think that I think that um, that is a see he, a doesn't, he doesn't like Jeff Loeb stuff either who? Alex doesn't like Jeff Loeb stuff. Really? Yeah. All right. For the most part, he, he, he doesn't. All right. Um, He's entitled to that. I disagree with him. Um, uh, I don't love everything he does. No, I know, no, but I'm saying, but I'm telling you. But I think you that is an excellent book. That he's very particular about stuff. But yep. then there's some stuff that he just loves, you know. Yep. Uh, we're both big fans of Alan Moore. But those last couple of books, I liked them because they were weird as <laughs> F. He hated them. He okay. completely hated them. Um the um, what was I just saying? We were talking about Man of Steel, yeah, Superman separating Returns. itself. Right? I think that 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 they're, you know, here it is coming back again. What do you say? Like, here we go again, Superman, or up and away with Superman, or Superman, or whatever. Man of Steel is, you're right. It's very much the Dark Knight, like, but it's it's saying. I think it's very confident too, saying you know what this is. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to tell you what this is. Yeah. So hopefully in this... It's enough to have that logo. That's it. Behind, you know, that's known worldwide. It's you that go old saying, like, you know, the old thing. Wearing a Superman shirt. And, and people go, Superman! It could be know. in a village in Namibia. And they're yeah. like, oh, it's Superman, you know. Yeah. So we don't need the whole... I don't need the I origin agree. story. Let's I just... That was just an interesting uh, thought, you know, just this morning. was like, oh, yeah, they kind of yeah. got away from calling those movies by the character. But name. they did call him Batman in the movie. Yes, they did. They, they absolutely did not did. call Catwoman Catwoman. No. And we may not see Superman be called Superman in this yeah. thing. Now, the S thing, I think, is interesting, too, the way it's like, well, it's a symbol from my, my planet, and it doesn't, doesn't mean that, whatever. Yeah. Which is, I don't, and again, I'm not enough of an expert to know if that came from a book, specifically, mm-hmm. or if it's brand new for this, but I love that that's a piece of mythology that we may be getting, or new generations of kids might be getting, going, oh, it doesn't mean that, it means something else, but we call them that. Or well, there, yeah, there is a new Kryptonian alphabet, Separate from what's in comics. Okay. So that, that was created for this With the film. thing on Zod and yep. the thing on, on, on uh, Jor-El. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's I'm going to say one it. more. Yeah, we got, we're out of time. But yes. One more toy thing quickly. Yes. It was just announced yesterday. Uh, a Comic-Con exclusive. And yes. We got, next week we're going to talk about your Comic-Con exclusives. Oh, good. have been announced so far. Oh, good. Because they've been trickling out. They have been. So uh, I'm going to post something on AFI like this week about it. Like a nasty leak in a uh, But plant. it was announced yesterday, Hasbro, kind of fun. It's not everyone's bag. Uh, they're doing the uh, uh, Angry Birds set uh, on classic, like, vintage-looking cards, but it's the Angry <laughs> Birds, and it's the original 12 Star Wars figures. But it's Angry Birds. But it's Angry Birds. Save your money for Star Wars stuff. Unless you like Angry Birds... <laughs> Do not give in to this and just buy it because it's Star Wars on vintage cards. It's Angry Birds. Having said that, I was over at a little barbecue on Monday, and my friend's little boy is five years old. Mm-hmm. Came to the door. He's like, hey, do you want to come see my room? Come see my stuff? Yeah, let's come see. Star Wars everywhere. Nice. I mean, all over the wall. All the stickers on the wall. Every Star Wars character you can think of. And, and that's where here, you spent the rest of the day? And then over here, Angry Birds. Okay. 
he had every Angry Bird. He had them. He had stuffed Angry Birds. He had Angry Birds uh, as Koosh kind of balls. Yep. He had Star Wars Angry Birds. Yep. He had he had the Star Wars toy Angry Birds. He had stickers on the. I mean, he had the plates that came out for the cake were Angry Bird plates. Like this kid, and I thought, were we like this about the stuff <laughs> when we were five or six years old? Like, did we have to have it? You know, covering every corner of the house, yes, or, or what? We had bed sheets and curtains. He or? at one point brought out a big tub of of Angry Birds, stuffed Angry Birds, and he'd take two at a time, and we'd be, you know, the adults would be talking. And he'd kind of come over and he'd go, "Okay, this one is this, and this one." I'm like, "Great, okay, oh, that's Han Solo. Yeah, I can see." And then he'd go back and get two more, and it was this bucket. It was like this never-ending bucket of birds, and he had there was like a Darth Vader one that looked like a pig. Yes, the pigs you know, are the bad guys. Yeah, he is hooked on this. So stuff. if you held a pig, did he throw a bird at you then? I didn't do any of that because oh, I didn't okay. want to upset the other adults. Right, okay. But uh, his name is Cole, and Cole, if you're listening, this one's for you, buddy. Nice. Angry Birds. Um, uh, but you just said something. Star Wars, Angry Birds. Comic-Con. Comic-Con. No. Hasbro. Something nope. I was going to mention off air, so oh. we'll wait. All right. Uh, all right, cool. Oh, I get a secret. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Thanks, everybody. All right. Keep your comments it. coming and, uh, and keep your praise coming. Keep we your live feet on, on the ground and keep and looking up. Keep looking to the stars. That's right. Uh, we're rooting for you. Have a good week. Shiny. Let's be bad guys. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Secrets of nature's deepest mystery.